This is KUOW. I'm Kim Malcolm. It's been just over four years since the first case of novel coronavirus was reported in the U.S., not far from here, at the Life Care Center nursing home in Kirkland. An end to the U.S. public emergency was declared last May, but COVID is still with us. And this week, the Centers for Disease Control recommended people age 65 and up get another COVID booster this spring. For an update on where we are now, we reached out to Dr. Amanda Casto. She's an acting assistant professor of allergy and infectious diseases at the University of Washington. Dr. Casto, thanks for making time for us. Yeah, of course. My pleasure. So what do you make of the CDC's recommendation on boosters this spring? Yeah, I think it's important for people who are 65 and older um, or who are immunocompromised to get a second dose in the fall, we introduced the the vaccine that's targeted towards Omicron. And so this offers some additional protection for the variants that are circulating right now. Dr. Castle, just like stepping back a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm just curious why people who have already been vaccinated or have had COVID sometime in the last four years or even recently, why are they still getting it? You know, previous infection and vaccination is never perfect. The virus is always changing. Sometimes it makes larger jumps than others. And so it takes our immune system a period of time to recognize it. And sometimes that time is enough for the virus to replicate and take a hold. So, doctor, at the stage that we find ourselves in right now with COVID, how concerned are you that a variant could could somehow rear up and, and throw us backwards into a pandemic? Well, I think it's always a possibility. I think it's very hard to predict exactly what the virus is going to do. I think the advantage, if you will, that we have now is that most people are vaccinated or have had infection prior or both. And those antibodies will provide some protection against the virus compared to when we were first encountering the virus back in 2020. With this virus, I don't think we will ever go back to um, where we were in 2020. Um, We could definitely have some upticks in in frequency with a a virus that's different and so less well recognized by those antibodies. But I I think it's unlikely that we would go all the way back. I'm sure some people will find that reassuring uh, to a certain extent. (laughs) You research this disease. You, You work in a hospital clinic. What do you tell your family and your friends about where we are now at this stage with COVID? You know, we, we will always encounter shifts in the virus. The, the genomics of the virus is always going to change somewhat, but it's probably going to get to a point where we kind of settle into a more seasonal pattern like we see with flu and other respiratory viruses. We will probably usually see COVID go up in the winter and then come down in the summer months um, and, and it will become much more um, predictable in that way. But even as we have with flu, there's certain years that new variants of flu emerge and we have particularly large outbreaks or particularly large groups of people becoming ill. And so that's certainly possible with COVID, but I think it will become more predictable over time and it's, it's going to become much more like our other respiratory viruses. You know, I, I tell different people different things. I have parents who are in their 70s. I encourage them to get vaccinated and to keep up with the vaccine recommendations. That's first and foremost. And then I also just encourage them if if they think they've been exposed or if they're not feeling well to, to get tested. And I have two nieces who are under 10. And so questions around kids, in a lot of ways, it's, it's very similar because I still think the most important thing is to keep up with the vaccination recommendations. Right. 
You know, I, I do find it's kind of interesting. All of us, it's just a human inclination to just want to like forget about the bad times and just charge into the future and just like feel free and not have to think about wearing a mask or what have you. But some of us just don't have that freedom to do it. So it's you're trying to walk that line somehow. Yeah, and I think it's very important that people balance out the risk of COVID with other things. I mean, I think a good example is my parents like to go to the Y so that they can be active. My mom was initially like concerned about whether that was a good idea, but I think her being active and getting exercise is an important thing as well. And, and so is social interaction. So, you know, I think people should be careful, but I don't think they should be so fearful that they really kind of limit their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Amanda Casto of the University of Washington, giving us a snapshot of where we are right now with COVID. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. Of course, my pleasure.